All right, this is good news if you're planning on going anywhere this uh, to get out of the wintry weather that is soon going to be uh, upon us. Flight prices in Canada down by 23%. Uh, it, this is good. Well, it, it's this is because of the competition from um, airlines like New Leaf, which apparently only flies across Canada, but because of New Leaf, fares are down by about 23% on all airlines. I'll take it. Awesome. Bring on the competition, I say. Bring it on. I'm trying to book a trip somewhere. And I am the most indecisive person on the planet. I still don't know where I'm going. It's coming up soon, sometime in December. So well, you should probably uh, Get decide on where you're going to go. I know. Um, the world's a big place. The world's a big place. It's exciting. I don't know what to do. That's the problem. Staycation? No, it's going to be horrible weather. <laughs> and all I'll do is spend money here, and then I'll be all depressed because I didn't get a tan doing it. Anyhow, uh, this is an interesting piece of information. Remember we told you about that Porter Airlines flight that was en route from Ottawa to Toronto November the 14th, narrowly avoided a mid-flight collision abo- above Lake Ontario. I think it was in the morning. The flight crew said it must have been a drone. First they thought maybe a balloon, but then the flight crew was saying, no, 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 because it was too high up, so it was probably a commercial drone. The Transport Safety Board now says it has closed its investigations on the incident. The object doesn't appear to have been a drone. The incident will remain unidentified as a near collision with an unidentified airborne object. Un- UAO, Chris, not a UFO, <laughs> but conspiracy theorists. Wow. Oh, What's the on. diff between a UAO and a UFO? Yeah. A letter. Airborne a letter. or flying. Yeah. We're they... through the looking glass here, people. You know what's happened? Someone has taken this. A cigarette smoking man came, yes. with, uh, came and said there's nothing to see here. They took it, that file. They walked down a long, dark hallway, opened up a filing cabinet, filed it away. Now it's gone. And, and I we, think we need Mulder and Scully to find out exactly what, went ha- what what happened here. Unconfirmed reports say, and I think that this just involved the flight, flight crew and uh, the captain and the co-pilot, that they were visited by two pugs. <laughs> yeah. Two I mean, pugs, you say? Couldn't the pugs? I think there was one pug in oh. Men in Black. Well, this was two. There was a, big, <laughs> there was it was two, a, yeah, a whole flight crew, Chris. Uh, the Dash 8 <laughs> Porter aircraft had 54 passengers flying uh, around just under 3,000 meters above Lake Ontario. Uh, it was at 7.30 a.m. And it was about 55 kilometers from Toronto's Island Airport when the near miss occurred with the UAO. So that you can't put that in your UFO uh, (laughs) believers pipe and smoke it. They're calling it something else. That's interesting. Hey, speaking of space, the final frontier. Star Trek. I know we weren't talking about space, but the UFO connection. Star Trek Discovery has Mm -hmm. its first cast member. This is the new Star Trek series that will begin filming here in Toronto soon. Michelle Yo. Yo! Yo, Michelle is coming to Toronto. She's the star of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and she is joining the uh, cast. No word on what she's going to play, but let's say it's going to be an awesome role because she is she's pretty amazing as far as martial arts films go, right? Yeah, well, I don't, I'm wondering if they're going to use her martial arts talent or if it's more just an acting I think she's going to be the captain. I think she's going to be the captain. Yeah, you see, it's interesting because this story is supposed to circulate around a female lieutenant commander. So they're trying to throw off the relationships where you get stuck into this is the captain and his first officer. This is the captain and his doctor. This is they're trying to take it sort of focus around a character who is an underling to someone else. So I'm wondering at, you know, Michelle Yeoh is, let's say... Middle-aged? I think wow. that... Wow, well, just say it. I'm saying that she may be, you may be right, she may be the captain, but maybe not the star of the show. 
is what uh, I'm saying because I'm expecting a younger star. Oh. That's what I that's what I'm expecting. I all love I'm watching saying. you do this. Because I'm, she's in a leadership so role, uh-huh. but she's not I don't think that she's going to be the star. I would like to say your That's ear medicine just right spilled over, but you know what I got this week? Literally ear medicine. <laughs> so I'm as big of a nerd as you are, literally. Uh, but I will say this. If you're listening right now, we are very excited about Star Trek being filmed here in Toronto. And Chris Creston is the ultimate Trekkie. He needs a walk-on part. He will do it for free. Hey, Michelle's the only person that they've officially cast on yeah. this show so far. And we got it, your Riker here. <laughs> See him. I'll grow a beard and I'll, and I'll turn down promotions. This is an interesting story out of South Korea. The government has said it has made a large Viagra purchase for uh, reasons other than sex. They said a strange political scandal surrounding South Korean President uh, Park Geun-hae has now left her office defending the purchase of hundreds of erectile dysfunction pills. December, the government purchased about 360 pills in total, 60 Viagra pills, and the rest were a generic version of the drug. Park's office says the pills were bought... Get this, to potentially treat altitude sickness for presidential aides and employees on Park's May trips to Ethiopia, Uganda, and Kenya. Well, that's an interesting way to get over altitude sickness. A little distraction, I guess. (laughs) 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 And we're moving along. Uh, This is big news. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. And uh, second Christmas market is opening up in Toronto this December. Yay. It's big news. You know, the distillery district, it's a great place to go and uh, enjoy the, the all the uh, pomp and ceremony and, and beauty, beauty of Christmas. Yeah, to get I into really the spirit. I actually get there well uh, before it gets too cold. What? Why? Yeah, I don't know. Because then you get a hot toddy and you walk around. No, 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 no. You have to have a nice Christmassy glow on. Make sure you get a designated <laughs> driver. Uh, but I highly recommend it. Uh, the distillery district, by the way, you're going to have to pay to get into the Christmas market. On weekends. On weekends, and I think some evenings heading towards a weekend. I think Friday is considered a weekend. Yeah, no? Friday after five. Fr- Jackie's here, ladies and gentlemen. There she Ooh. is, working the board and the microphone. Nice work, Jackie. After five. Why? Wow, you looking forward to going to the Christmas market this year, Jack? Uh, I live there. You, you live, live in the <laughs> market? Are you an elf? <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's, yeah. Oh my gosh, she's working so hard, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Uh, Jackie, there's another Christmas market, though, you might want to check out when you, if you ever want to leave home. First holiday fair at Nathan Phillips Square, organized by Epilepsy Toronto, opens December 8th, runs through December 23rd. It was inspired by the distillery district and the Christmas markets that have been held in Europe since the Middle Ages. Not going to lie to you, been looking at maybe going to a Christmas market in Europe. Then I thought, why would I go from cold to colder? Why <laughs> would I true. do that? But I think an authentic German or Swiss Christmas market be, would be really nice. It would be nice. I want to know something, Jackie the Elf. Um, the uh, Christmas market, you have to pay to get there. You say you live in the distillery district. Do you have to identify yourself upon entering? Or how do you do <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, how do you, they get, pay actually, you to get home? They, we give us, they give us passes. Really? Oh. Every unit in the, of the so, you, so they'll stop Does you at the door. Does it have your photo? They're no, going to stop a, you. Ah, pass. Chris, we're going to the market. <laughs> <laughs> but they're going to stop you at the gate and ask for your papers. No, it's just, yeah. Do you just, have your Christmas <laughs> yeah, papers? Like, uh, bring a visa. Uh, no, it's uh, only on weekends where they pay anyway. Okay. Mm-hmm. But know. still. I don't want to pay. You know what? I have a bit of a, I got a bit of a bee literally in my bonnet with the paying for going to shop and going to eat and drink. Yeah. I have a problem with that. I understand you're trying with the crowd control. Just make it a big lineup. People get turned away by lineups. That's they true. They will turn away. Yeah, I know that the money goes to charity. Now I'm feeling bad about myself. <laughs> because I forgot for a split second the money goes to charity. But I don't think the money's going to charity when you pay to get into the one-of-a-kind Christmas show. 
Ooh, potentially not. I'm and not I sure. love going to that thing, but why am I paying 20 bucks or whatever it is to get into bot to shop? I have a problem with that. I don't think I'm the only one. I yeah. have a problem with paying to shop. Yeah, I, and I, can, is, I can see that, but, you know, they will price things based on what people are willing to pay. So if people, if they can still get a huge crowd and charge admission, they're going to do it. Well, of course, of but course. But you just don't want to have to pay for it. No, I don't want to pay for that. By the way, uh, if you want to skip the big box store, Black Friday's coming up, Toronto BIA's saying, please come shop with us. Because they're, they, you know what they're they're saying? This is the big enticement here. No parking headaches? You've got to be kidding me. Parking in Toronto <laughs> is a headache. Um, and uh, also lineups. There'll be shorter lineups. Yay. So I'm gonna go. I like I like supporting the independent retailer. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I really love it. I just. But when you're doing Black Friday shopping, correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure you're going to go to like a Best Buy or one one of these big electronic big box stores to try and get the best deal you can. Because they're buying tons of stuff based what on volume. What we call our store? Best Buy. Best Buy is the best I would have loved buy. to have been at that meeting. Uh, <laughs> Toronto's freaking out. You remember Fashion Santa? In fact, Chris. I met Fashion Santa. You met him the other last day. Week. His name is uh, Paul Mason, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, I didn't know that, but okay. Yeah, his name is Paul Mason. I said, hi, Santa. And uh, he is this, he, basically they slimmed down Santa and he was hanging out at Yorkdale. Mm-hmm. And he would dress fashionably and he had this beard. I would say he would be... Would he be middle-aged? Early 50s, let's put him there. Anyhow, he's a bearded gentleman. He's a, he's a, he's a handsome guy. And he was the uh, skinny Santa, and people were like, I don't know if I want me a sexy Santa, but apparently he brought a whole new edge to it. Well, he's been replaced. No <sighs> word on why they replaced him, but they replaced him with um, an, a model named Adam Martin. Yeah, you know, okay. I did get an update from from our newsroom on why they replaced him. Apparently, they couldn't come to a uh, an agreement oh. on the contract with oh. the original. Paul wanted too much Paul. money. Uh, potentially. Now, I did, That's like I said, I did see. I saw Paul at a charity fashion show mm-hmm. last week, and he was dressed in a red suit. So I don't know if he was still. Oh, he might up the not have known. Or maybe the maybe deal, he didn't know. He didn't know yet. He didn't. Maybe know it was that in they contract had, negotiation. They have as gone we like for someone it. who appears to be younger. He looks like he's twenty with the faux beard. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know if they dyed his beard and it's real. It but... looks like a, it looks like a real hipster beard, but it, he does look much younger. A little. It looks like the bachelorette party version of the fashion. Santa. He's not this this new guy uh, is not getting a lot of love. What is his name? Two first names. Adam Martin. We're gonna try and get him on the show tomorrow. But people are not happy about it. Yorkdale style at Paul Mason model. That was the old uh, fashion Santa. Is the original fashion Santa looks like uh, this one looks like the singing hashtag Santa at Walmart that Walmart sells. Uh, bring back the authentic hashtag fashion Santa at Paul Mason model for 2016. His creation, his image, his trademark. At Paul Mason model is the real hashtag fashion Santa for Yorkdale to steal this idea and brand it as unethical. Boycott <laughs> seeing their replacement. Not for what a tired, uh, not what a tired mom wants to hear. Toronto gets a new fashion Santa. <laughs> Eventually they were going to have to get a new fashion Santa. But, you know, to lose the fashion, the original fashion Santa and to lose the most interesting man in the world, you know, people who appreciate gray haired aged this guy's still gray haired but he doesn't have any uh, sort of sign of aging yeah the, you know that's this is not necessarily the cup of coffee that people were looking for now uh, i want to talk about something that happened last night really quickly uh jackie i'm gonna get you to pull the uh obama 
audio if I could. Ellen DeGeneres got all emotional, and of course she would. She received the Presidential Medal of Freedom last night, uh, and Barack Obama had some lovely things to say about her at the White House. Have a listen. And we've come so far, we're now marriage is equal under the law. For Ellen to come out on the most public of stages almost 20 years ago, just how important it was, not just to the LGBT community, but for all of us, to see somebody so full of kindness and light, somebody we liked so much, somebody who could be our neighbor or our colleague or our sister, challenge our own assumptions, remind us that we have more in common than we realize, push our country in the direction of justice. What an incredible burden that was to bear, to risk your career like that. People don't do that very often. Yeah, I love it. I love Ellen. I think she's a, a great person, very funny lady, and she almost didn't make it there. A little bit of a delay. Had to. Uh, she forgot her to bring her ID to the White House. Yeah, they wouldn't let her in. Wouldn't let her in because hashtag not joking, forgot my ID is what she tweeted out. But eventually, I'm sure Obama came. And yes, this is the Barack this came is out. the degenerous uh, I'm looking for. I want to be perfectly clear. Uh, Ellen, you're allowed in. Uh, yeah, she can come in without the ID. It's okay.